Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another edition of the Orlando Magic Daily Podcast. This is a game recap for February 7th. 2016, the Denver Broncos win the Super Bowl. Now, that's not what we're talking about here. Sorry, I know everyone once was probably watching the game. I know I was. That's why grades were late today. That's why the game was early today. That's why I'm still recording the podcast at 2.30 for some reason. Uh, but we did have an Orlando Magic game earlier today. About started about 13 hours ago now, and then probably much, much, much later uh, by the time you listen to this. And it was a good one down at the Amway Center. Uh, the Orlando Magic really played a fantastic three quarters. Uh, we'll want to ignore the fourth quarter except for the final moments uh, when Nikola Vucevic hit a turnaround jumper over Al Horford to give the Magic a 96-94 victory. Just a, a euphoric moment in a moment where it seemed like the Magic had collapsed once again. They had made so many mistakes uh, in the fourth quarter. Their defense reverted back. to They, they kind of got punched a little bit and, and were, were staggering and just unable to make the right plays. Atlanta started making shots, which they hadn't done all game. Uh, and the energy decreased, mistakes began piling up, and again, it felt like a perfect storm of things going wrong for the Magic. But unlike those other games from the past week, uh, Memphis, Milwaukee, Charlotte, uh, Oklahoma City, I mean, we can name them all, uh, you know, we don't want to, there's so many, but but there have been plenty of opportunities for the Magic to put games away that they hadn't done Uh, They had that opportunity again today and couldn't do it. But in the end, they were able to scratch out a victory. And it was a... They had to scratch this one out. It it took... uh, You know, Atlantic threw everything at them. Uh, The Magic had as much as a 14-point lead... Or 13-point lead, excuse me, in the fourth quarter. um, Let it dwindle down to six. They were in a fight. Uh, They were able to score neck-and-neck with the Hawks until about the 341 mark. And then their offense just kind of shut down. They made some silly turnovers. Uh, Alfred Payton... Uh, got trapped in the corner and turned the ball over. Nikola Vucevic uh, threw the ball out of bounds. He also had a travel. He had an offensive foul. You know, big, big turnovers that, that are hard to recover from. And the Hawks just kept making shots. They kept climbing back into it. But in, in those final moments, it's it's a 90, it's tied at 96. Um, with about 30 seconds to play, the Magic had set themselves up for the two-for-one when, uh, you know, Paul Millsap gets a tough leaner. He's unable to get it to go. It The ball bounces off the rim over Vucevic and to Al Horford. He set, resets it back out for Jeff Teague. Teague gets a step back jumper over Vucevic. No good. Millsap actually gets the rebound, is unable to tip it back in, and Evan Fournier secures the rebound. The Magic get a timeout and set themselves up for the game winner. Of course, not before Alfred Payton struggled to get the ball inbounds and had to burn one more timeout to give his team the chance uh, and it was a chance they took advantage of getting the ball into Nikola Vucevic for a, a very tough fadeaway jumper over Horford, a shot that, that everyone knows he can make, um, but it's still very impressive to see him put down with that kind of pressure. And everyone can breathe a sigh of relief. The Magic secured the win, their 22nd of the year. 
uh, and any win just feels like relief for this team right now. Well, it feels great. Uh, we, we had a lot of losses and we had some uh, really uh, tough, tight ones. I know again tonight, you know, we had, a, I mean, today we had a good lead and uh, we played well. And, uh, you know, they come back. I mean, that's, they're a good team, so they, they're going to make a run and uh, they tie the game. But then we were able to get stops and, uh, you know, when the game at the end. And yeah, I was really happy I made that shot because, you know, I had a few plays before that where, you know, I made a couple mistakes and uh, I was, uh, wasn't happy about those and I wanted to make up for them. And that point Vucevic made about making up for mistakes, not letting them compound, uh, and just finding a way to get to the next play is an important one for this team. Uh, you know, I, I went through kind of the series of events that happened in the fourth quarter. Uh, the collapse was real again. Like, you could, you could sense the team getting tight. Um, there was a, perhaps a sense of, oh, no, here we go again. Um, you know, and Aaron Gordon, I think, said something really poignant uh, that you know, you just kind of got to stay in the moment. You've got to worry about the next play in front of you. But you know, Vucevic went from from kind of the goat to the hero very, very quickly, and that's that's what can happen in an NBA game. And I think that's an important lesson for this team to learn in a lot of ways. You look at you know, I, I think one of the biggest plays of the game was actually Alfred Payton calling a timeout instead of taking a five second violation or throwing the ball and then turning it over. We saw them do that exact thing in Memphis where. Peyton was trying to inbound it. He knew, he was told during the timeout, you have a timeout to call um, to if you can't get the ball in. And instead of doing that, he tries to force a pass to Tobias Harris that's stolen, and that sets up Memphis for a game winner. I mean, that is that is a game that very much hinged on kind of a boneheaded, not, not, I don't want to say boneheaded, but on a awareness mistake. And tonight and today, the Magic had the awareness at least to make that decision to say timeout, reset things, take a deep, take a deep breath, run another play, get another, get another play out there, uh, execute that. And then to execute that play, because Scott Scott said after the game that the play was designed for Nikola Vucevic. They, they, they got it to him a little further out than they wanted to, but with about, with, it was about 2.2 seconds left. Um, they had the, they, they had the chance and they took it and they took advantage of it. And, and that's important. And to see Vucevic especially with the way that he struggled down the stretch. I mean, you run through Nikola Vucevic's line. It looks pretty good. 11 for 19 shooting, 9 rebounds, 22 points. But he had 6 turnovers. 3 of those coming in the 4th quarter in the, in that big mo- in those big moments when Atlanta was making a comeback. Um, you know, that's pretty big of him to to recover the way that he did uh, and, and and pick up the win and and he had the right mindset and kind of the mindset that this team has to have uh, to get over mistakes and get over, you know, maybe maybe miscues late. And to keep plugging along and keep executing to to win these games more comfortably in the future. You know, that's make up for it. That's all you can do. I mean, you can't. You know, I can't pound about it or you know think about it too much. I just had to focus on the next play and uh, make the right thing so I can make up for those. And uh, you know, thought I did that with that shot, but you know, I have to make sure that in next games like that, I can't have those uh, moments. And uh, that's another important thing that Vucevic said. Uh, you know, Stan Van Gundy used to say this a lot. I think. Uh, when when he was the head coach of the Magic, Scott Skiles reiterated it today and said it said it again. Um, it's better to learn lessons while you win, and the Magic got a another good lesson and they won, which is you know two two very beneficial things. Obviously, um, the lesson they got today is, is how is again how do you close the game? How do you close the game? What do you have to do to close the game? Uh, because the first three quarters, the Magic played brilliantly. Uh, the Hawks. Had 19 points, 22 points, 19 points in the first three quarters. Uh, I'm going to try and do the math real fast, but I can tell you that's that's not very good. They had 60 points through three quarters. Um, 
shot a very poor percentage. Their offensive rating was in the it was in the seventies. Uh, the Magic were locked in defensively. They've been they were as locked in defensively as they have been all year. Uh, you know, and, and or not maybe all year, but in a very long time since since the beginning of the year for sure. And, and it was something to build off of. And, and um, you know, they were they were rotating well behind each other. They were blocking shots on the weak side. They were challenging shots and getting back to their man to, to try and scratch out rebounds. They were contesting shots well. They were moving well with the Hawks and their ball movement, keeping Kyle Korver relatively in check. Uh, he got free a few times as Victor Oladipo was chasing him. Um, they, they did a lot of really, really good things on the defensive end, and it, and it set up their offense. And so for three quarters, the Magic played about as well as they can play. They looked like the team that that they they should be and could be. Uh, the fourth quarter was where there were problems, and it was not necessarily the same problems. Now, Atlanta did score 34 points. Orlando was able to keep pace to some extent with 25 of their own. They actually, you know, for a team that shot 45.9%, um, a lot of that was brought up by the fourth quarter, believe it or not. Um, you know, it didn't feel that way, especially when the Magic went cold uh, in the final four minutes of the game uh, as, as they were trying to hold on to that lead. Um, but defensively, they were still doing a lot of the right things. You know, I, I, I'll give Nikola Vucevic a lot of credit. I think he, he, helps, he helps set a tone defensively for this team. When he's aggressive and, and coming up in the pick and roll to, to stop ball handlers from getting into the paint, because uh, you know, Alfred Payton's still kind of in his, his groove, and, and Payton was better tonight, today too, and I'll get, get to him in just a moment. Um, it, when, he, when he steps up and, and stops that, dribble, that initial dribble penetration and trusts that the help's going to come in behind him, the defense is so much more effective, and and he was able to get back to his man pretty quickly, or find uh, find the man that he needed to get to next. Uh, the rotations were just just really sharp, and and there's just a different energy about the team and the way they played, and that certainly led to the team getting control of this game. They're up 30 to 19 after the first quarter, and as I wrote in our preview article uh, from practice on Saturday, you know the Magic have struggled in first quarters even more so than fourth quarters through this stretch. It's it's something like a 100 entering the game um, in since January 1st they they have like a 117 defensive rating so that's 117 points allowed per 100 possessions in the first quarter. Um, it, when they lose the first quarter they are 3 and 17 in game. Just think about that. It doesn't mean that winning the first quarter automatically means they're going to win but in almost every case, losing the first quarter, and especially being down by a significant amount, as, as the Magic have been in several first quarters lately, that's 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 big. And so having the defensive energy from the beginning set the tone, and it was a tone that carried through through most of the game. The Magic did get some important stops at the end. They, they weren't able to execute precisely enough toward the end, and, and there was a bit of panic. Um, but again, a lesson that can be learned is okay, we know we can play this way, let's, let's, let's keep playing this way. Let's, let's bring that energy back again. And now they know they can do it for, for a very long stretch of time, and, and they just have to do it. Well, uh, during that uh, little stretch where uh, you know Aaron had blocked a couple, uh, he was active on the weak side. Victor had a big block, came from the weak side, blocked a shot. Um, and so you know, that's why I said earlier, I thought, I thought our, you know, our overall defensive activity took a pretty significant uptick today, which is good. Um, you know, but yeah, during during you know that's what you need when you need breakdown. Somebody's got to cover for you, and it's something we've struggled to do recently is kind of covering for each other. So those blocks were big. Uh, Scott Scott's talking in that sequence about a, a segment of the second period when Aaron Gordon blocked a few shots, challenged a couple shots at the rim. Victor Oladipo blocked a few shots. Uh, Alfred Payton even came from behind, blocked blocked a, a Kyle Korver shot, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, there's there's a lot of that kind of scrappiness, and, and that's what you want to see from a defense. You want to see them, you know, kind of get down, get a little dirty, dig out some balls, you know, dive on the floor as, as Oladipo did uh, on a few occasions. Uh, you know, just just really just get the go get the ball when it's when it's loose, challenge shots, you know, make make life hard, and that's what the Magic haven't done, frankly, uh, in, in much of this month. Um, you look at the uh, again, look at looking at the stat sheet. Magic have ten blocked shots, four of them from Aaron Gordon. It was obviously a, a huge impact to have the defense playing like it was. And Atlanta shoots 38.5% from the floor. Um, when the Magic play defense like this, they're frankly a very good team. Not, maybe not a very good team, but they're definitely a, a playoff caliber team. And, and you know the way they play defense for the first three quarters um, is exactly how they need to play. And, and everyone seems to know that. It's, it's, it's getting it to become consistent and, again, be getting it to become who they are once again. That is key. I mean that's what we talked about all season long. You know when we play defense, we uh, we, we are usually in a good position to uh, to win the game, and you know once again that's uh, that's true. So uh, we got to start playing defensive. You know. As Skiles mentioned in in, in his in his piece in his uh, comment that that I played earlier, um, Fournier there, you know, just saying the Magic got to recommit to the to their defensive identity. Um, that's not what happened in the fourth quarter. Um, the fourth quarter. Uh, was a different story. Uh, the Hawks moved the ball a lot better. They were much more aggressive. They forced turnovers. Uh, Magic had 18 turnovers for 22 Atlanta points uh, in the game. Uh, you know, it was, it was a problem throughout uh, for the, for the offense that they couldn't protect the ball, especially in the second and the fourth quarters. Um, the Hawks were able to move the ball really well. When they move the ball, they're really dangerous. They get they're able to get the ball inside and out very quickly. They've got a lot of weapons, and and they were kind of. Uh, sleepwalking isn't the right word. Um, it was out obviously a 1 p.m. start, so you know maybe the body clocks are a little bit different. Um, but they got the ball to their shooters pretty quickly um, in that fourth quarter. Uh, you look at uh, a guy like Kent Bazemore, eight of 17 from the floor, three of five from beyond the arc, 23 points, made a huge difference in the game with with his energy and and with the shooting. Um, the Hawks, as a team, shot 13 of 28 from beyond the arc. Jeff Teague had three three three-pointers. Uh, Dabo Cephalosha had two three-pointers, including a, a half-court heave to end the third quarter, which maybe set some momentum for the fourth when um, Atlanta started on a 9-2 run in the fourth quarter to get back in the game. A lot of it against the Magic's bench, which didn't bring the same intensity that, that they'd had all game. Uh, you know, you, uh, the, the lineup, I think it was Shabazz Napier, Victor Oladipo, Mario Hazonia, Jason Smith and Channing Frye just didn't have it, and and in that moment the Magic saw their lead get cut in half, and they couldn't get that aggression back. Atlanta was taking it to them. Atlanta went back to their starters a little bit sooner than the Magic did, and and took advantage of that lineup. and And I think Skiles was trying to keep to his rotation a little bit, brought his starters back in, and, and the starters just couldn't pick it back up, and certainly didn't have the precision with with the turnovers that they had to to do that. and And that's that's a problem. That's another lesson. That needs to be learned, and so even though you know the Magic get a nice get a nice win, uh, uh, plenty to be happy about. You know, getting a buzzer beater is, is an emotional, you know, bump, emotional, ju- you know, juice and step up. But there, there's still a lot that this team needs to learn and grow from, and and that is the biggest lesson: is that okay? We won the game. We were able to finish this one out. We were able to make at least one more play than our opponent. How do we make sure that? The next time we have a 13-point lead against Atlanta, and, and newsflash, they play Atlanta Monday night in, in Atlanta. The next time we have a 13-point lead against any team, how do we close this game out? What kind of focus, what kind of attention to detail, what kind of energy do we need to do that? Uh, and that's been the struggle all year long. You know, maybe that 13-point lead 
gets cut down to six again, like it did in the early fourth quarter. How does how do the starters come back in and respond to that? Do they do what they did on Sunday afternoon and, and let it become a tie game? You know, make it a fight where they have to execute and, and find momentum and find you know find find something to hold on to as, as things seem to be slipping away, or do they buckle down? Do they reestablish themselves and extend that lead back out? That's the big question uh, for this team as it continues to grow up. You know, just trying to remember, you know, mistakes that we made in the past and trying not to make those again. Um, and we did a good job of that today. A lot of really good performances today for the Orlando Magic. Obviously, you get a win, 96-94. You can check out uh, some deeper analysis of that over on, on the grades post on orlandomagicdaily.com. Uh, just to run quickly through some numbers, Alfred Payton, you just heard from, really good bounce back game today, was able to get the ball moving, uh, get into the lane, make some really, really nice passes. Uh, first game with more than 10 assists since January 22nd against the, the Hornets. Scored 12 points, 12 assists. Needed that from Alfred Payton. Needed to see that Alfred Payton back when the Magic get the, the kind of Alfred Payton they had on both ends like they did today. They are a much better team. It was good to see Alfred Payton shooting confidently and playing confidently once again. Nikola Vucevic, as I said, 22 points, 9 rebounds, 11 for 19 shooting. Evan Fournier starting for Tobias Harris. He was out with a ankle sprain, not the head not the head issue when, when Oladipo gashed him. Um, it was it was the ankle that kept him out. Um, his, he's still day-to-day. Uh, it, it's possible that he could play in Atlanta on Monday night. Uh, they, they, they told us Saturday uh, that he was likely to play Sunday. He obviously didn't, so still day-to-day to see how he feels. Um, he could very well play um, again in, in Atlanta, but Evan Fournier stepped in, spread the ball around, was, was able to attack off the dribble really well. 21 points, 7 for 14, shooting 3 for 5 from beyond the arc. Aaron Gordon, uh, the only really starter that didn't shoot well, 3 for 11, 11 points, 13 rebounds, 13 big rebounds, 4 big block shots, as well as 4 assists. And finally, Victor Oladipo, 19 points, 9 of 13 shooting, 5 rebounds, really efficient game for him. I thought he was solid overall. Difficult assignment for him chasing Kyle Korver. Different player than he's used to playing, and I think he did a good job with it, um, a much better job than the last time they played them in Orlando when, when he got caught, you know, trying to reach into the cookie jar a little too much and, and leaving Corver open, uh, but Oladipo, uh, a, a very solid overall performance. He's, he's, he's regained that level of play he had last year, I think, and, and that's also a good sign for this team. Uh, again, uh, just a, a necessary, needed win for the Magic. Uh, you know, just 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 to relieve some pressure, they needed to win. Um, they needed the confidence, um, just to say that they won a game. Uh, I, I think even losing the lead the way they did, and and having the resolve to to stay in it, not fall too far behind, give themselves still a chance to win, dig out a victory, even dig out a victory from the jaws of defeat, um, or you know, instead of you know digging defeat out of the jaws of victory like they like they have been lately, I think that can be a huge confidence boost for this team. It's not to say that that they will win Monday night in Atlanta, but if they can follow this performance up with a good performance Monday night, that would be a good sign. I've, I, I mean, I've said this for a while. I, I do think probably since the Charlotte game, since the Charlotte and Milwaukee games, it, it feels like the Magic are coming out of the slide. They just need to get some confidence and get a win. Um, they've had a few too many duds though uh, to, to really inspire a ton of confidence that that Clippers game Friday was, was rough to watch for them. Uh, but they came out with good energy Sunday, and you know momentum is the next day's pitcher. So we'll see what they have Monday at eight o'clock when they take on the Atlanta Hawks. So once again, the Orlando Magic defeat the Atlanta Hawks in Orlando, 
96-94 on Super Bowl Sunday. They improved to 22-28. and 28. Um, Four games out of the playoff playoff race, if you do care. We'll, we'll have the uh, playoff numbers uh, page set up uh, following uh, following the All-Star break, which which we'll have complete coverage of as well. So once again, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich of Orlando Magic Daily. Thank you guys very much for listening to the Orlando Magic Daily podcast. We will catch you next time. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.